What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. Things are looking up after mid-season slump. We're coming off three straight winning weeks. We'll try and make it four in a row this week. As a reminder, all of my underdog picks for the rest of the season. So from last week through the Super Bowl, completely free on my website, theoffensefootballadvice.com. We'll go over a lot of them today, but I do have 28 or 29 on the site right now. We're not going to go over that many in this video. What I figured we'd do in this video is go over some pick combinations that I do like, since you do have to do that on Underdog. First one we're going to go over is attacking the Broncos at Texans game. We're taking Russell Wilson, higher than 221 and a half passing yards. Cortland Sutton, higher than 53 and a half receiving yards. And then Devin Singletary, higher than 57 and a half rushing yards. The Texans are three point home favorites. My model has them as seven point home favorites. Just kind of thinking about things, you would imagine most people can assume the Texans are the slightly better team, also playing at home. So I would expect in the second half of this game, we get a good chunk where the Texans are up. In the second half and they're able to run the ball kind of forcing denver to throw it a little bit more often houston does have a pretty strong defense overall and they do limit wide receiver target rate a lot but when wide receivers are able to earn targets against houston this is actually a top seven matchup for both catch rate and yards perception so we shouldn't expect the target percentage for the Denver wide receivers to be super high. Like we're not expecting any of them to just be peppered with targets. But when they do get targets, they're going to be pretty efficient with them. Sutton also leads Denver with a 21.3% target share on the season. And even if we bump that down a tad, taking the matchup into account, he does still project for a good chunk over 60 receiving yards. And it also does fit the narrative of this game. Like I said, Houston favored at home uh, if we assume that they're up by like three to seven points in the second half Denver is gonna have to throw the ball at a little bit of a higher rate and so we could still see you know eight nine targets for Cortland Sun as their number one receiver and then if that's happening you look on the other side well if the Texans are up we're probably gonna see elevated rush attempts for Devin Singletary the running back they do trust the most in their system um kind of started the season with thinking it was Damian Pierce. It was Damian Pierce to start, but Singletary has just been a better run fit for them. And in by far the best matchup for running backs, we should expect honestly both of them to have decent games, but Singletary is the one that fits their offense a little bit better. He's the one that I would be picking on this combination. Uh, Denver's just allowing, it's, it's like insane the gap between Denver and even the second worst run defense in the NFL. Uh, all the like um, advanced stats that I have on the site, all the ones I reference here, it's trailing 10 games compared to expected. So when you look at what their opponent averages going into that game, then what they produce against Denver, you're looking at a 1.79 yards per carry bump for running backs, 52 rushing yards over expected for the entire unit, not just for every single running back. Obviously, that's crazy. That's an insane boost. They are terrible at defending running backs. And so everything here just correlates really well together. If we can get Houston up in the second half, uh, Singletary should smash, and that should force Wilson to be aggressive with Cortland Sutton, put them all together. Another three-pick combo I like is from the Dolphins at Commanders game. We're taking Tua, 
higher than 277 and a half passing yards. Tyreek Hill, higher than 97 and a half receiving yards. And then Jahan Dotson, higher than 34 and a half receiving yards. Now, we're probably not going to get a trailing game script from Miami here. If we did, then oh my goodness, the ceiling of this passing attack is insane. But that's probably not going to happen. We're probably going to have Miami, you know, winning for most of this game. But the matchup is just simply too good for me to pass up. Only five teams allow more wide receiver targets over expected than the commanders. And only one team allows a higher yards per reception over expected to wide receivers. Tyree Kill should really just have no problems getting open. Um, it's an especially good matchup for him deep downfield. He'll see targets anywhere on the field. And let's be honest, he could have a high yards perception uh, with like a one eight dot. Like he, he doesn't even need the ball deep downfield. He can just make people miss and turn it into a big play. But he should see elevated targets and those targets are going to be highly efficient. Like we've been attacking this spot, you know, numerous times this season with success. We've seen number one wide receivers dominate against the commanders. Tyreek Hill is probably not who that's going to stop with. He's also on a mission to have 2,000 receiving yards on the season, and he can pretty easily do it. Like he's already on pace to go over that. So you have to think that's in the back of his mind. Like he really does want, he's mentioned this many times, he wants 2,000 receiving yards and he needs, I think someone did the math and it was around like 115. You can check exactly what it was, but he's around that sort of number for the rest of the season per game to hit that 97 and a half in a smash spot you're thinking he's going to go higher than that um there's also the positive of play volume potential it doesn't always hit but when the commanders are finding some level of success typically it's coming through the air uh and they do have the highest pass rate over expectation of any team in the league and so that's an expectation, right? Like given a general game script, they pass more than anyone else. But if we're expecting, you know, a nine and a half point spread here, they're going to be trailing. Teams already throw at a high rate when they're trailing. And if they're throwing at a higher rate than expected of any team, they're throwing at a very high rate this week. And as it turns out, that's the best way you should attack. Miami, the Dolphins are dreadful or they're dreadful matchup for running backs on the ground and through the air. Like you just don't want to use running backs against Miami, but they've allowed the third highest catch rate over expected to wide receivers. And so if the game plays out how we'd imagine it plays out, it is trailing for the commanders. It is Miami smashing with wide receivers through the air. If we get a deep play to Tyreek Hill, both of those can hit. And then, you know, we only need 34 and a half from Jahan Dotson. Uh, I know he's been kind of up and down this season, but he's a very talented player. He's in a great spot. Like, I think these three correlate beautifully together. Um, I will note that the commanders did fire their defensive coordinator, but it's been one week. Like, maybe we can assume, like, rest of season, maybe as an average, they're not as bad, but there's only so much that a coordinator can do stepping in there and changing a bunch of things. You can't change everything in one week. There's going to be, you know, people who are just out of position at times. That happens one time, and Tyreek Hill's going higher than his total. So, again, uh, I really like that combination. Our final three-pick combo. We're going to have a few more after this, but final three-pick can actually be a two-pick combo. Uh, we got a free square from our friends over Underdog this weekend. They're giving our community Christian McCaffrey higher than 0.5 total yards as a free square. So you automatically get that part of it right. All you have to do to get that special is sign up for your first Underdog account today using promo code FFA and make a minimum $10 deposit. 
that is it. The special will be automatically loaded into your account. Your deposit, whatever you decide to deposit, will be doubled up to $100. And then you can email from me the following morning, giving you access to a lot of premium content on my site that you can use to help you in season-long leave. So obviously, an awesome special. You should definitely be taking advantage of that. And it's part of my favorite game of the week. I think everyone's favorite game of the week, San Fran at the Eagles, super important and super high upside. There's a lot of potential in this game. And so if we can stack it up, already getting one piece right, that's really valuable. So the Eagles do have a really good defense overall, particularly against running backs, but they actually allow more wide receiver targets over expected than any other team in the league. The Vikings are the only other team to allow at least three and a half wide receiver targets over expected per game. And the Eagles are allowing 5.75 targets over expected to wide receivers. So wide receivers are peppered with targets against them. So given the season that Brandon Ayuk is having, I don't see how we go away from him in this spot. This is an amazing spot for Brandon Ayuk. Then on the other side, San Fran also has a very strong defense, but they're elite against running backs on the ground, tight ends through the air, but they're pretty attackable with running backs through the air and wide receivers through the air as well. So this sets up beautifully for the Eagles passing attack because how do they like to throw the ball? Well, with da Dallas Goddard probably out confirmed that, but I don't think Goddard is going to play this weekend. If he does, he's in a bad matchup, but you know, a bad matchup for their backup tight ends. What do they care? They're not going to use them anyways. They're going to throw to the running backs and wide receivers. So it sets up pretty well for the Philly passing attack. I do think that it's a difficult decision for our three-pick combo if you're taking DeAndre Swift or A.J. Brown. I think it is very close. My lean is DeAndre Swift. Um, I do think they're going to want to slow down the San Fran pass rush. And one way you can do that is with screen passes to running back. So I think they're going to get at least like one or two screens to DeAndre Swift. That doesn't guarantee him to go higher than his projection for underdog, which is 16 and a half. But he should still mix in for a few more targets other than that. I mean, he had a bad game last week in the receiving department, but he's still a little bit under 11% in the season. If we can kind of assume that they're going to give him one or two screen passes, then he might get one or two looks beyond that. He doesn't have to do a whole lot to get to 16 and a half receiving yards. So what I would do for the three-pick combo is the Christian McCaffrey special. So you already got that one. Then Brandon Duke, higher than 59 and a half receiving yards. And then DeAndre Swift, higher than 16 and a half receiving yards. If you want to add to that, you're like, Nick, I like this game. Let's stack it up completely. Let's go for the home run. Um, the full stack, the full 20 to one, what I would do is the three I just mentioned. And then I'd add on Brock Purdy, uh, higher than 253 and a half passing yards and then AJ Brown higher than 71 and a half receiving yards if you can't get the special so you're already signed up with underdog you still really want to make this a 20 to 1 you can replace the special with Jalen Hurts higher than 239 and a half passing yards since we already took receiving hires on AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift and so that would correlate well with Jalen Hurts going higher than his total. So again, I love the potential of this game. Nothing is ever guaranteed to hit. But you've got so many good players in sneaky good spots for matchup that, you know, when we're adding in a free square, which you should definitely take advantage of, uh, I just think it's a really, really good pick to make. 
Final combo we'll go over today. Uh, though remember, all of my picks, everything is listed on the website, thefitnessfootballadvice.com for free now through the Super Bowl. So you can look at those for more. But the final one we'll talk about today is Colts at Titans. Um, only one team is allowing a higher catch rate over expected to wide receivers than the Titans. And only two teams allow fewer running back receptions over expected and tight end targets over expected. So we have wide receivers in a highly efficient matchup. Running backs and tight ends expected to see fewer targets than normal. So it sets up really well for Minshew to find Pittman and Downs this weekend. It also helps that that's how they were going to operate anyways. Whenever you can find these spots where teams aren't forced to do something different, right? If it's like an amazing matchup for wide receivers, but they only throw to running packs and tight ends, now you're asking these wide receivers who don't normally have a large share to do more than they usually do, take on a larger role. We're not asking that here. The running backs and the tight ends aren't in a great spot for volume this week. But they were going to throw to Pittman and Downs anyways. Like, they're the only two players who have more than a 10.5% target share. They're at 29.1 and 19.2, respectively, for Pittman and Downs. Those are really good shares. So in a good matchup, they should dominate the target tree. Uh, I think just taking their hires along with Minshew makes a lot of sense. Then you obviously want something on the other side, and you're going to want something to hit, right? You're going to want someone on the Titans to find success, keep this game close, and force the Colts to remain aggressive. And so what I would do is add on DeAndre Hopkins. Um, if you look at the Colts matchup, they can kind of be attacked any how you want like the titans don't need to specifically attack them in any one area but the best way to attack them is still with wide receivers they are allowing elite efficiency to wide receivers deandre hopkins has by far the highest target share on the team at 26.2 percent and with an underdog projection of only 50 and a half yards we're not asking him to do too much right like we're not asking him to have 100 yards we're asking him to hit 55 i think you push higher in that total so Four pick combo I would make for this game is Minshew higher than 235 and a half passing yards, Pittman higher than 71 and a half receiving yards, Downs higher than 50 and a half receiving yards, and then Hopkins as well higher than 50 and a half receiving yards. Also, please remember that whenever you're doing a four pick combo, you have to use insurance. You can use insurance honestly for whichever ones you want. You actually aren't allowed to do it for only two pick combos, obviously, but three and up, you can do it for any of them. The math works out where you definitely though have to do it for four. It, it just like, it works out. I don't need to explain everything for it, but um, four pick combos, you need to do it. You can still do it on the other two, but you have to do it on four. Um, basically, if you don't know what the insurance is, it's a little button you can click and you're allowed to get one wrong. So when you have four picks, you only actually have to get three of the four, right? The payout will be lower, but if you're worried about being like, oh, it's hard to get four, I think three of these can hit, turn on insurance, you'll still get a payout even if only three of them hit. If you're really feeling it for this uh, Colts and Titans game and you're like, Nick, I want a 20 to one, I want a big one, or I want five picks and a turn on insurance, I would add on Chigakonkwo, like he's not having a great season, but this actually is a pretty good spot for him, uh, and his projection is only 24 and a half receiving yards. Believe it or not, 
he does have the second highest target share on the team at 15.1%. And while he's not going to see increased efficiency in this spot, only two teams are allowing more targets over expected to tight ends than the Colts. And so he should see extra volume, even if the efficiency isn't there. The efficiency will be there for DeAndre Hopkins, a really good spot for him matchup based. It's not a great matchup spot for um, tight ends against the Colts, but we should see extra volume. That should help Chig. I mean, he only needs 25 yards. He really only needs like two receptions. Second highest target share on the team. Going to see elevated volume. That's a pretty good one to add on. So remember, you can take advantage of that Christian McCaffrey free square. This is not a special. We should expect to happen again. I've been told it's only for this week. Uh, and I really do like that game a lot. So getting to add a free win is super valuable. Obviously, again, all you have to do to get that special automatically loaded into your account is sign up for your first underdog account today using promo code FFA and make a minimum $10 deposit. That is it. You'll get the special deposit will be doubled up to hundred dollars and get an email from me the following morning, giving you access to some premium features on my site that again, will help you in season long leagues as well. That my friends is in this one. Hope you all did enjoy. If you did, how about hitting the like button, how about subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.